So in the beginning, what, what happened? Let's talk about that. Alright guys, we are back and uh, with another podcast from um, Stuff and Things. And today's topic is going to be a little bit different. It actually came from my father-in-law who uh, kind of suggested it. Well anyways, um, I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version Bible about the beginning. Genesis 1 and 1. And um, for those who, who... I haven't read it. I'm going to read it right now. But, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give my, my thoughts a little bit behind it. Maybe. I don't know. We'll read through and see how it goes. But, um, this is this is the King James Version of this, of the Bible. So, anyways, we're going to begin. So, it says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. That was the very first passage. The very first one. And um, if you believe the Bible, and if you believe the King James Version, then you have to believe that God created everything. You have to. Because you can't, you can't believe just one scripture and then exclude everything else. You have to believe everything. So if you believe the Bible, then you believe that God created everything. Because it says in Genesis, the very first verse, it says, In the beginning God created heaven and earth. And it says that in the earth was was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. You got to get. You almost have to picture this a little bit. So I mean, can you imagine before everything, before anything was created, before wood, before soil, before I don't know everything, rocks, um, air, just everything. It was just complete void, nothing. I mean, it wasn't even space. Like, like in science, there's always there's always a space. There's always a a, a an area, but there wasn't even an area. There wasn't even um, just it was void. It was just nothingness. And I've always I've always wondered also, you know, uh, what, what did God do before He created the world? I mean, He was all He's always been. He's always been. So was He just? chilling in you know in this void area <laughs> i mean it's it, it's runs through my mind a little bit about about what happened what was god doing before all this was there another world was there were before a world before ours that was pretty much the same thing i mean it, you're you're never going to know but it's always i'm always curious about that i'm always really curious about what was before us what was before because i mean god's always been he's he's always been but I, but what was what did he do before he created the 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 earth? I don't know. It's just really interesting to me. But anyways, we're going to, we're going to get back to this. It says the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. I like this scripture because it it I I think it kind of. Evolutionists always tell the story of of there was a big boom and there was you know these particles collided and it created a big boom and that's how the world came to be and in my perspective 
I can almost see how they're right because when it says God said let there be light boom there was light so technically you could see it as yeah there was a big boom at the very beginning that's when God created light that's when God created the world everything came into order when that big boom happened so it's I kind of I kind of <laughs> like that because um, science has even proven God and I like I like how and I guess that's kind of why I like science is because of the facts that are there that proves the existence and, and that God is real but anyways let's go back to this it says in, in let there be light and God and there was light and God saw the light and it was good and God divided the light from the darkness and God called the light day in the darkness he called night in the evening and the morning were the first day and God said let there be a firmament firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the, from the waters and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so it's 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 neat to know it's neat to see that um what God does and what God says it it it's going to happen regardless i mean <laughs> he's splitting the firmament he's splitting the heavens because it says it goes on to say and God called the firmament heaven in the evening and the morning were the second day it's so neat knowing that he that he split something that that you know we can't see but it's it, it it's it's amazing anyways and it says God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Now, now here I want to talk about something. I want to talk about something that um, it's kind of interesting to me because um, a lot of scientists... I mean, I'm not saying all of them. I'm just saying that there's a few that don't believe that the Bible's real. And it's interesting to me that these same scientists will refer to the earth as earth and to the seas as a sea and to these different animals like giraffe and um, a toucan and um, alligator and... I don't know, all these different animals that have that different names. Bird, dog, okay? So, <clears throat> it's interesting to me to think that the scientists are still using the words that we use today for these different types of animals and for these different types of, like, um, things like the earth and, and such. And the funny part about it is is that the Bible tells where these names come from. God gave them the names. I mean, granted, Adam named the animals, but... It says it plainly in the Bible that that's what happened. So if they don't believe, if these scientists and people that don't believe the Bible, then how can they, why, why are they able to use the words bird, earth, and seas when that's what, how God, what God called it. That's what God named it. It's just, it's kind of, it's kind of neat to, to realize that people that don't even believe in the Bible are still using the words that God gave 
the earth. And God gave the name of the seas. It's it's neat to me. Anyways, it says that God, in, in verse number 11, says God said, Let the earth bring forth grass. In the herb, the yielding seed, and the fruit tree, yielding fruit from its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after its kind, and the tree yielding forth, yield yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after this, his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days of years. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the, of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. That's neat how I, I heard a message one time where it says he made the stars also. It was like he didn't forget that. He he, he put the fact that he made the stars also also and it's just because that's the only place in the bible that i know of and there might be something else that it was just put in there to that he he also made the stars it was just another little inkling that to me it's like another little inkling that that he he doesn't forget the details he doesn't forget the details when you're when he's dealing with somebody's life when he's when you're in a situation or when you are uh, dealing with something um you, you your intentional thought is that you want the problem to be fixed and i believe that if you if you call upon god and, and and you ask for his will to be done he will fix the problem for you he will he will do his will for your life but he'll also he'll also make the stars he'll also just do the 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 small things that that may not be very important at the time but 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 in that moment where you're like oh this is great he's also doing the very smallest things that are so that just make life even better when when these miracles happen but it says and god set them in the firmament of the heaven given to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. In the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters spring forth abundantly, the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. Open firmament of heaven. That's kind of neat. Because it's talking about how they're fl they're flying in the open firmament of heaven. It's like they're flying within an open heaven. It's kind of neat. Anyways, and God created great wells, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. It's always st saying that whatever God's creating, it's good. It's good. God never does anything that is uh, created evil or created 
um, that's not good. He's always creating things that are good. Which is very interesting to see. Because everything that God does is good. There's nothing that you're like, oops, God, you did it wrong this time. No. Whatever God does, it is your will. It is, it is his will for your life. In verse number 22, it says, God bless them. And saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas. And let fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. And God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature after his kind. Cattle and creeping thing and the beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. Like again, it's, it's got whatever God's saying. It's coming true. And in the 25th verse, it says, God made the beast of the earth after his kind and the cattle and their, after their kind and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and God saw that it was good and God said let us make man in our own image after our likeness and let them have a dominion over the fish and the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created man in his own image and the image of God created he him male and female and created he them. God blessed them. And said unto them be fruitful and multiply. And replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. It's neat to say that he he restated that. That that there. It says that. It says that God said unto them. And I, I'm going to skip down. It says. And to have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl there. And, and that's that was stated in verse 28. But it was also stated in verse 26. It says, And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl there. And over the cattle. It was stated twice to have dominion over this. And in verse 29 it says, God said, Behold, I have given you every herb of bearing seed, which is upon the face of the earth, and every tree in which... Is the tr fruit of a tree yielding seed to you? It shall be for meat. And at the time, we noticed that that God didn't ever say animals. So uh, at least I don't think so. Let me check. No, never use anything. It says God told, "I've given you every herb of the seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which in the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you. It shall be for meat." And to every beast of earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life, I have given every green herb for meat. And it was so. So it was talking about herbs. And later on, later on was when uh, it was allowed for, for us to have meat. But anyways, and it says, last verse, and God saw that everything that he made saw everything that he made and behold it was very good and the evening and the morning were the sixth day it was I really like the fact that it note that it points out that everything that God saw that everything that God made was very good God doesn't create things that are messed up. That he doesn't create things that are um, that produce evil. He doesn't create things that are um, I don't know, just 
not pretty and and not not uh, that don't work right. He creates things that are perfect in every way. So when he created you, when he created you, that you're perfect in his eyesight. You're not supposed to change anything. You're not supposed to to make yourself look something different when you're not, because God created you how you look. Why, why would you want to deface something that God thought was perfect? I don't think you you would want to do that. Now, like I said, I, I really like the fact that everything that He created every every day, after every day, it said that God saw it and saw that it was good. And um, it kind of reminds me of a of a YouTube video. Um, that I can't remember the man's name. I will find it and I will post it to this podcast. It's a YouTube video of the Crab family, I think, having a gathering. And, and uh, Whitman, Whit, Whitney, Whit, I can't remember the man's name. But he read a poem, poem of creation. And it's a really good poem because it's after every um, stanza it says, And God said, that's good. And it, it's very neat because because it points out the fact that everything that God did, he saw that it was good. And it was. And uh, I don't know. I really like the fact that, that when you read through it, the, the Genesis chapter 1, that's that it's something that what God made, it was always good. And so when he fixes a situation, when he puts you on a, a path, when he um, does something for your life, it's it's not to it's not to make things worse it it might be a trial that you're going through it might be something that you may have to push your way through but it's not something that is there to make you stumble and fall and keep down because whatever god does whatever he does for your life it's always going to be for the good always you might have to go through a trial but that trial is there because it's there for your good. It's there for your good. And I know, I, I know um, a lot of a lot of the old timers that I um, that I've spoken to. It's they they tell you that you need to uh, thank God for the trials because that's that's something that that is pushing you toward being a better, making you be better, and making you more in God's will because of that because of the trial. You're knowing that, that God's working for you and working with you. What I would be scared of is if you did not have a trial. If you didn't have a trial. If you weren't going through things. That, that's what I'd be scared of. Because at that point, God's not even trying. I mean, if you're going through a trial, that's a good thing. But... You, you don't need to see it as a bad thing. But anyways, guys, I really wanted to show you this and kind of read through this first this first chapter. And I actually did read through Genesis chapter 1. I didn't think I was going to get it all the way through, but I actually read through the entire Genesis cha chapter 1. I mean, granted, that's <laughs> not saying much, but it was tw 31 verses. But, um, I don't know. I thought that it was neat. To see how those that 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 
um, have a question about the beginning, evolution. I do believe that it started with the big boom, and that's when God said, let there be light, boom, it happened. And it was good. What God says and what God does is always going to be good and right. Again, guys, thank you for listening for my, to my podcast. And if you have any questions or, or comments, please send them to my email address. I'll post that also. And I will post the video to that vi- that YouTube video that I cannot think of. It's um, very, very interesting to watch him uh, see the poem. But um, if you like this, please let me know. And I will be trying to post more others. Not sure exactly what one on one. I do like the fact that we've been talking about the Bible a little bit. So I might post more about the Bible. And uh, any questions or comments that are brought up. Anyways, until next time, thank you for tuning in.